and welcome to the kids' story room. It's Gwynny here. This story has happened because of a picture my brother Sebastian drew. If you look on our website at kidsstoryroom.com, you can see his drawing. It's of a fabulous green and coloured olive with a floppy blue hat. Mum saw the picture and loved it so much that she wanted to write a story about it. So Seb told her all about the olive. He named it Jack Teeth. So this story is by Sebby and Mummy. And me too, I've helped too. I really hope you like it. I really like the story because I love olives. Green and um, the other ones. My favourite olive is green. The green olive. This is the clue for the story. There was a magic walking stick that didn't help anyone walk. And it's a really fun story. Mum's going to edit it um, today. Jacquetis by Sebastian Warhurst and Anna Steen. Jacquetis is many things. They're bright, so bright they shine pink, green, gold zingers into the night. And in the day, so bright that if the sun is behind a cloud, Jacquetis will light up an area the size of several football fields in a glimmering kaleidoscopic glow. Also, Jacquatis is light, so light that when they run, they almost very possibly pretty much certainly fly, with only the occasional bound down for spring. I guess it's lucky that they're not any lighter or they'd just keep flying forever. And I guess it's this little complexity that is at the heart of our story about Jacquatis. As well as being zanily colourful, light and with the ability to almost fly, Jacquatis, in case you were still wondering about their appearance, is a gigantic green and multicoloured pitted olive. That's an olive with no pip and wears an enormous blue hat. This hat is three times the size of Jacquatis, soft and feathery and quite floppy but also firm enough to not get in Jacquatis's eyes all of the time. Jacquatis also has a walking stick they don't really need. It's a magical walking stick, of course, but seeing as Jacquatis doesn't really need it, being an olive and strangely having legs but not really very long ones, or sore ones, it remains a mystery as to what magic the walking stick actually possesses. If any, I mean, it could just be a rumour. So, on the day this story begins, Jacquatisse's walking stick is in one hand and in the other is a rather large pink and green striped umbrella. This umbrella Jacquatisse would like to use to fly with. Jacquatisse would like to do more than just float a little bit and then bound down. They'd like to really fly. Like Mary Poppins. 
Jack Watisse really, really loves the movie Mary Poppins. Jack Watisse watches Mary Poppins over and over at night times. Now, not many days before this story began, Jack Watisse was heading inside for the night as the sun set. And this pink and green umbrella fell out of a shooting star as it sailed over them in a shower of fireworks. Jacquatis saw the umbrella falling through the sky, caught it in their little arms and took it as a sign from Mary Poppins that Jacquatis was indeed meant to fly. So Jacquatis took the umbrella to their bedchamber and popped it against the wall and for a few days has been going everywhere with it. But so far it has stayed closed and Jacquatis hasn't had the courage to actually open it yet. Now, it's very important for this story to know that Jack Watisse lives in Floating Sky Town and everyone in Floating Sky Town is generally very happy and that happiness depends on one thing or one someone. Yes, it's Jack Watisse, the excellent olive. So this is how things work in Floating Sky Town. Floating Sky Town is a marvellous town floating in the sky. And it can only float in the sky if the sun spins. Otherwise, well, it would freeze and sink, and who knows where it would sink to? Into the darkness, I suppose. And who's to know what's in the darkness? Could be wonderful. Could be very not wonderful. We just don't know. And we don't know because in Floating Sky Town, the sun always spins. The sun always spins by being dance spun, as in someone has to dance through the day to keep the sun spinning. And yes, you guessed it, it is Jack Watisse, the green, multicoloured, glowing olive who keeps the sun spinning and floating sky town floating. From the moment the sun rises out of the mysterious darkness until the moment the sun dissolves back into said mysterious darkness, Jack Watisse dances. Jack Watisse, being a very, very super-duper, most definitely important olive, lives in the castle of Floating Sky Town. It's a magnificent castle, tall, turrety, stony and orange. Unusual orange castles, but quite lovely, really. Jack Watisse's room is in the tippy top of the turrety turret. They have the highest room so that when the sun begins to appear, they are the first to see it. Jack Watisse watches for the pinky hue of sunrise from their bedroom window way up high in the castle, and once they sight it, they roll very easy for an olive, down the 1,433 steps to the ground floor and once they reach the mossy cobblestones outside the castle, they begin to dance and continue to dance all along the streets of floating sky town. When they dance fast, like an Irish jig or a Russian Cossack dance or a really zippy ballet pirouette, the sun spins faster and brilliant golden comets burn through the sky. In some places you can't see comets when the sun is up, but in Floating Sky Town, you can. 
When Jacquatisse dances more slowly, like a waltz or a tango or a bit of easy jazz, the sun spins more slowly and comets don't burn through the sky, but floating sky town still floats. And that's the most important thing. As soon as that sun pops its fizzing head up, the Jacquatisse dance is on. So on this day, not long after the Mary Poppins umbrella discovery, Jacquatisse is looking out of their window, watching for the sunrise, when they summoned up the courage to open the umbrella and Mary Poppins it out of the window instead of the usual 1,433-step roll. Jacquatisse took a deep breath, popped the umbrella up with a whoop, and leapt from the tippy-top window of the Turrety Castle. And, just like in Mary Poppins, Jacquatisse began to fly. Being a pitted olive and not a whole human makes this not as surprising as you'd think. Jacquatisse began the sun-spinning dance, still in the air. Today it was a series of pas de char arabesques and rondes de jambes. And the sun, who had recently emerged from wherever the sun emerges from, began to spin. Lovely. All is well. Although Jacquatisse expected to slowly, like Mary Poppins does when she is visiting Jane and Michael Banks's house, to slowly descend to the ground where, to be perfectly honest, it is much easier to dance. Dancing in the air is very impressive, but also very difficult. The ground makes things much simpler and much dancier, to be honest. Air dancing can be slightly squiggly and jellyfish-like. Anyway, back to the point. Jacquatisse became aware that they were not floating down, but were actually floating up. Up, away from the ground and away from floating sky town. Jacquatisse was already arabesquing far up above their castle and moving further away from the steadily spinning sun. Jacquatisse wasn't sure what to do. They didn't dare let go of the umbrella in case they could not actually float on their own from this height. And they didn't dare stop dancing either in case the sun stopped spinning. And then who knows what might happen. So Jacquatisse simply kept dancing and floating upward and upward, and up. The people of Floating Sky Town saw Jacquatisse's kaleidoscopic glow up in the sky and looked up to marvel at them. Extraordinary olive, they thought. Quite magical. How lucky we are to have Jacquatisse and their fabulous dance moves to keep our sun spinning. However, both Jacquatisse and the people of Skytown became a little worried when Jacquatisse kept on ascending. Soon, to the people of floating Skytown, Jacquatisse was little more than a rainbow glow way, way up in the sky. And for Jacquatisse, well, they were getting awfully close to the moon. So close to the moon that, yep, here it is, bumpity thump, a moon landing. Magnificent Olive, dancing on the moon. For there was nothing to do but keep dancing. 
Jacquatisse knew that as long as they danced, regardless of where they were, the sun would keep spinning. So having landed on the moon and finally having firmness beneath the feet made rondejambes much easier, to be honest. Now there was, of course, the slight problem of how to get down from the moon, back to floating sky town, and that was a problem that Jacquatisse had no idea how to solve. So we must leave Jacquatisse to the moon dancing and float down to the people of floating sky town to see if they have any ideas. You may be wondering if Jacquatisse is the only olive living in the orange Tarity Tarity Castle. And yes, they are. However, there are several not olives who live in the castle also, including the king and queen of Floating Sky Town, who happen to be a whiz and a witched. Indeed. Now the whiz and the witched love their Floating Sky Town and all the peoples and olives and every other sort of creature who lives there. So when they are informed by some of the onlookers that the rainbow fizz currently up on the moon is in fact Jacquatisse, that they had floated up there on a pink and green umbrella and don't seem to be able to get down, well, the whiz and witched spring into action. Fetch the vacuum cleaner, they cry out, and several peoples trip down to the basement of the castle and haul up a rather large and annoyingly cumbersome tub with a very long coiled tube attached to it. The whiz and witched unwind the coiled tube and throw it out of the castle up toward the moon, where it magically, of course, unravels and floats up all the way until, we're back on the moon now, it attaches itself to Jacquatisse's magical walking stick. Then the whiz yells into the start of the tube, don't worry, Jacquatisse, we're going to bring you home. Which Jacquatisse could hear quite clearly. The witched presses a giant orange, lots of orange, button on the side of the tub and a blusteringly loud roaring noise erupts and the entire tube starts flailing about in the sky like one of those giant inflatable arm flailing peoples we often see out of the front of tyre shops. With a great swooshing whoosh, the sucking reaches all the way to Jacquatisse's magical walking stick. And the stick, Jacquatisse, the umbrella and a small lump of moon cheese get sucked into the tube and spin gloriously all the way back down to the castle and to floating sky town. Getting sucked down the length of a vacuum cleaner from the moon all the way to floating sky town, was big. But Jacquatisse, when they popped out the end of the vacuum cleaner, was very, very, very small. It was as if all the brine had been sucked out of them and just a little dried bit of olive remained. And the kaleidoscopic rainbow glow was all gone. They were just a little shriveled green olivey olive. Jacquatisse's little arms and legs wriggled weakly in an attempt to keep dancing, but it was no use. The dance had been sucked out of him. Oh my good gracious, no! cried the whiz. Our Jacquatisse has been dehydrated, observed the witched. 
they are in no state to dance. What are we going to do? But before he could even finish speaking, a chill shivered through the air, seeming to press down on them from above. They looked up, and the sun, usually spinning and smiling in the daytime sky, was still, like an ordinary yellow circle suspended in the sky, rather than a fizzing, whizzing golden orb. And a very sad expression had come over the usually cheerful sun's face. The sun has stopped spinning, said the whiz, and Jacquatis cannot dance. We have ruined Jacquatis by vacuuming them from the moon, and by doing so we have brought sadness and never-ending cold to floating sky town. We are doomed. Yes, agreed the witched. It does look bad indeed. But we must not give up. We must rally and find a way to save floating sky town and Jacquatis. And the whiz and the witched set about thinking very hard about what they could do to fix things. Meanwhile, poor Jacquatis was lying shriveled and unhappy on the table. Inside Jacquatis's head, they were still dancing. They wanted so very much to dance and make the sun spin again, but their body simply wouldn't respond. It felt hopeless, helpless, and being like this was sub-zero fun, that's for sure. There was nothing for Jacquatis to do but wait until the Wiz and Witched found a solution to the terrible conundrum they were all in. As the hours went on, floating Sky Town grew colder and colder. The peoples put on all their winter clothes to stay warm and gathered around the castle waiting for answers as to why their home was suddenly so freezing. The Wiz and Witched stood on one of the orange balconies and told the people of what had happened. They asked the townspeople if they had any ideas of how to make the sun spin again or how to rehydrate Jacquatis. There were many ideas. First, everyone tried dancing but to absolutely no avail. No one could spin the sun like Jacquatis. So then they suggested bathing Jacquatis in water, in brine, in oil, in tomato juice, in lemon cordial, even in peppermint tea. None of these worked, though they tried them all. And all the time, the sun got sadder and floating sky town got colder and colder, and colder, until by late afternoon, everyone began to freeze. They couldn't move their legs or arms. They couldn't blink their eyes, and icicles began to form on their eyelashes and beards. The whiz and witched sent out rains of fireworks every now and then over the people to try and fix matters, but although it often worked for a moment, the cold returned. It's a pity there are no dragons in this story. They could have helped, I'm sure, breathing fire and all, but alas, no dragons live here. It actually says that on the gates to Floating Sky Town, in case any visitors are scared of dragons, makes them feel more at ease. Anyway, soon the Wiz and Witched, powerful as they were, began to freeze themselves. There is no power as great as the spinning sun in floating Sky Town. So without Jacquatis and that fizzing orb, 
floating sky town was doomed. And so it was that floating sky town and everyone in it froze. And the sun froze, suspended in the afternoon sky like a pale egg yolk with a sad face. Now, this could have been the end of our story. A very sad ending to leave a frozen town with no sun and no fabulous dancing olive. But our story doesn't end here. Because, of course, we are forgetting something. The magical walking stick that Jacquatisse always carries with them. That mysterious, magical walking stick that didn't seem to have much purpose. Well, who would have thought that magical walking stick was the only thing in Floating Sky Town that didn't freeze? It would seem that only when things are frozen could the magical walking stick actually fulfil its potential. And now, as the night was preparing to swallow the sad, frozen, non-spinning sun, this magical walking stick came to life. It pinged upright, loosening itself from Jacquatisse's grip, and bounced around on its end a little, quite joyously, as though it had actually been asleep for a very long time and had just woken up on its birthday. Then the walking stick bounced over to the little white lump of moon cheese that had also come down the vacuum cleaner with Jacquatisse. It did one very direct and swift bounce and skewered a piece of moon cheese right through. Then it jumped in the air, flipped itself and bounced back down with the moon cheese now skewered to its top end like a lollipop. Then the magical walking stick bounced over to Jacquatisse, prized off their enormous blue floppy hat with a rather intricate, unusual and slightly awkward procession of movements, and then, which, warning, sounds quite disturbing, flipped about again and skewered the moon cheese into the top of Jacquatisse's head, which, being an olive, had a hole in it where a pip once might have lived. This process, the magical walking stick repeated three times until Jacquatisse was absolutely stuffed with moon cheese. And then the magical walking stick unskewered itself from the last piece of moon cheese and returned itself to Jacquatisse's little hand. And then, well, I mean, it was magnificent, really. The first thing that happened was Jacquatisse opened their eyes wide. They were awake suddenly, not frozen anymore, and feeling amazing. The second thing that happened was that Jacquatisse began to glow again with all of the most bestest colours. The third thing that happened was that Jacquatisse jumped to their feet with a big smile on their face, retrieved their big blue floppy hat and put it back on and clutching their magical walking stick, who I think had gone back to sleep, began a slow and rhythmic tap dance. As Jacquatisse warmed up, the tap dance got quicker and quicker and fancier and fancier until Jacquatisse was tapping and spinning all over the castle courtyard. Oh, we've forgotten about the umbrella for a moment. Well, 
The umbrella would have, I'm sure you're thinking, have turned inside out when it was sucked down the vacuum cleaner. But guess what? Somehow it didn't. It just closed the right way. Funny how things turn out, but not inside out. Ha! Odd for sure, but handy because inside out umbrellas are pretty tricky things. You might also think that after the day's events, Jacquatisse was a little scared of the umbrella and didn't want it anymore. But no, Jacquatisse is loyal to their umbrella. And so with their blue floppy hat, their magical walking stick and the pink and green umbrella and their belly full of moon cheese, the brilliant olive called Jacquatisse danced and danced and danced. And slowly the sun, almost set in the sky, began to spin. Slowly and a little creakily at first, but then faster and faster and faster. And the sun's face lifted from sad to happy. And the colours became more golden and began to fizz and pop precious warm golden sparks. The people of floating sky town began to thaw. Their eyes opened and their limbs and hearts unfroze and they cheered heartily as they saw Jacquatis tap dancing through the town and looked up and saw the sun happily spinning in the evening sky. The Wiz and Witched were ecstatic. They had absolutely no idea how Jacquatis had miraculously found their dance again after the vacuuming incident but they did notice that the little pile of moon cheese had disappeared. Perhaps Jacquatisse ate it somehow, suggested the whiz. I have heard that moon cheese is rather good for olives, so that would make sense, although I still can't work out how they would have eaten the moon cheese, seeing as we were all frozen. No, that is a mystery, remarked the whiz. However it happened is, I suppose, by the by... We're just lucky that it did. Though I suppose we ought to make sure we always have moon cheese on hand in case that ever happens again. Excellent idea, said the Witched, although the vacuum cleaner is broken after stretching so far and I have no idea how to get any more moon cheese. And as the spinning, fizzing, popping sun set into the darkness and Jacquatisse retired to their bedchamber and slept soundly, the Wiz and the Witched looked up at the moon and the dazzling colourful glow shimmering out of Jacquatisse's window and pondered the curious way of things. The very next day, Jacquatisse woke as the sun's morning hue lifted floating sky town out of darkness and without thinking, silly, I know, went to the window and opened the umbrella and Mary Poppinsed out of the window. Now, this was odd behaviour, as yesterday doing this was a fair disaster. But Jacquatisse was a little tired from the day before, and still half asleep, and hadn't stopped loving Mary Poppins just because they got stuck on the moon. Now, Jacquatisse, though they didn't know it, had digested all that moon cheese overnight, and was a hollow-pitted olive again by morning. This meant that, well, yes, it's true... Jacquatisse began to float up again. Up and up and up toward, you guessed it, the moon. The whiz, who was looking out the window at the beautiful dawn, 
saw Jacquatis floating up, and after panicking for a millisecond, but then seeing that Jacquatis was a pitted olive again, not a stuffed one, had a marvellous idea. Jacquatis, she called up to him, when you reach the moon, eat some moon cheese. And so Jacquatis did just that. They air-boogied all the way up to the moon, and once they got to the moon, their magical walking stick, having come into its magical powers since yesterday and knowing what was needed, skewered three small pieces of moon cheese with graceful efficiency. Jacquatis took off their floppy blue hat, bowed toward their walking stick, who again, gracefully and efficiently, stuffed Jacquatis with the moon cheese. And it worked. Jacquatis began to float gently back down to floating Sky Town, dancing all the while, of course. It was an extraordinary day. Jacquatis realised three things. One, they could be like Mary Poppins after all. Two, they realised that their magical walking stick was incredibly helpful for three, the fact that they really, really loved moon cheese and apart from the fact that it weighed them down enough to float back home, would very much like to eat it every day. And that's exactly what Jacquatis did. Every day they leapt from their orange turrety turret into the morning breeze with their pink and green umbrella, flew to the moon for a munch and floated gently down back to home, dancing and keeping the sun spinning and enjoying themselves enormously all the while. Floating and dancing was never the easiest combination to master, but it must be said that Jacquatis got much better at it. The best there's ever been, really. So, I guess this is the end of the story about Jacquatis, the green and multicoloured fabulous olive, and there are some things it's good for us to remember here. A pink and green umbrella that you've discovered in a comet is probably quite wonderful. A walking stick can come in handy for all sorts of things, even when you haven't worked out what those things are yet. And a good olive that keeps the sun spinning should always be looked after, especially dancing ones. And if they're not feeling so good, maybe stuff them with moon cheese. like to discuss the invention of Jacquatis. I'm Seb and I was the one who originally drew Jacquatis picture and came up with the idea. Mum helped with the name but I did heaps of the work by drawing the picture and giving her the idea. The picture is of a multicoloured orange with a blue pirate's hat. Whoops, not an orange, sorry, I made that mistake, an olive. And he has a magic walking stick, a blue pirate's hat and the pink and green umbrella. Uh, goodbye, I guess. Hello! <laughs> Thank you for listening. I hope you like it.
Bye. We hope there's another story um, soon for you. Bye.